0: Hello, everybody. This is Jo Renee Feeler, and welcome to today's podcast. We're at number 205. And that kind of blows my mind, actually, that we've done 205 of these, maybe even more, because I don't know if I counted all the ones that we started with in 2011. But oh, well, (laughs) here we are. For those of you that are new here, what do we do? This is sort of like mindfulness on like psychedelics. But, without any psychedelics needed, <laughs> okay, so we go way out there in terms of ideas and things like that, and apparent i I don't know if I can explain to a rational brain why I have access to this access to this type of information that I share, but all I know is the evidence is clear to me, and I'm a very rational logical person, um, so I understand that it's uh new and different to some people, but maybe just try it out. We are helping those of us that know enlightenment is possible, the true definition of light within. And what's shown to me is that we are eternally light within. So when you really put that into practice as a truth in your life, then it doesn't matter what you know or don't know. It doesn't matter how long you've been studying spirituality. Um, We make it really, really, we make so many things in this reality on earth overly complex. We tend to overuse our minds and things like that. That's why even the term mindfulness, I sort of like to kind of poke at and play with because full of your mind is not exactly (laughs) the right way uh, to go about enlightenment and consciousness seeking. So anyway, um, we are going to dive right in here and do a connection exercise. I encourage you to relax your body. <sighs> and as long as you're not driving a car and so forth, I encourage you to close your eyes. Wow, the energies today are amazing. Okay. <clears throat> nice. All righty. Okay. So with your eyes closed, just pay attention. Um, Have your your focus of your attention in your brain for a moment. Very good. And now focus lower going down into your heart. Almost like an elevator sort of going down. Beautiful. And from right there, just allow yourself to feel the stillness within your heart. The quiet inner space of you. Okay, now we're talking there we go. Wiggle your toes a little bit wiggle your fingers.
1: Go into the stillness within your space within you. If your mind is
0: racing, if your mind is chatty, just tell it to sh- be quiet. Just sh- like you would a child that doesn't know the rules. Okay, or could you use a reminder, Amen. Okay,
1: okay. Now, from here, I would like you to imagine that you're you're actually telling your brain. It's like we're saying to our brain, "Okay, we may hear something
0: we didn't know before. It's okay to hear things we didn't know before. We may hear things that disagree." with other things we thought were
1: true, and that's also okay. By hearing something new and feeling something new,
0: we have the opportunity to grow and expand and consider a better way to be ourselves in this world the part of our brain that's threatened by new information or defensive about conflicting truths and ideas and what's possible is a part of you that's fighting for your status quo. And if your status quo is awesome, then that's great. If your status quo is okay or not okay, that's, that's not great. If you're a person like me that you're always curious about how much better could it be, (laughs) right? In not a reckless way, but a curious, exciting, confident way that there is always more. There's always something new for us in this reality. And there's always multiple perspectives about anything and about everything. Very good. Okay, again, wiggling your toes. Ah, oh, wiggling your fingers. <laughs> okay, very good. Nice job, you guys. Okay, so let's get started. I I don't know what the message is going to be today either. Um, <laughs> I know part of me is still working on the Egypt trip for, <laughs> for 2020. Oh, I'm so happy for this. Uh, I don't want to say distraction, but this parallel process with you right here right now. Okay, very good. And then for those in the in the chat room, I would I'm requesting that you not chat until the end of the call. For me, it sort of feels like somebody on their phone <laughs> during a dinner conversation and they're talking to somebody else. So let's just go within and let's not yet chat with each other until later in the call. I'll invite you guys and I'll say, hey, for those of you on the call, what do you want to share? Do you have questions? Et cetera. Thank you. I appreciate your you're accommodating that request. Thanks so much. Okay, nice deep breath.
1: As we slide into something new today. Okay.
0: (laughs) So why are we so not concerned but dedicated with new Because there's so many things outside your field. There are so many possibilities of what can be that are just beyond the edge of your consciousness, the bubble that you experience yourself from within in your reality. And that is simply so exciting. Those possibilities are so exciting. And all of those scenarios of what could happen in your future um, are things that, that you put there in in partnership, in conjunction with the energies that are available to you in your reality. So your present wasn't 100% dependent on you and what you did. It It was a mixed creation of other people's conscious creations, other people's unconscious creations, alongside with your intentions and your choices and how you responded to things. Your present is was very much based on previous choices that you've made in your life and therefore your future is it's not set it's not predetermined it's not predestined and it is very much something that it has many many possibilities and you do help sort of steer and guide those energies by what you're looking for in your life what you're sort of willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate your standards for yourself and your standards for those that you interact with and the type of experiences you like to have. You're, it's good to have standards. It's it's really good to have some sense of what you're looking for in your life for you and as you meander through the time-space continuum in your world. Okay? So it's exciting for us to think about all of the possibilities for whatever is next so when we talk about new it's to help you realize you're not stuck it's it doesn't need to be a sort of blind unconscious just one foot in front of the other trudging along in your journey it it is much more dynamic than that and you can move to the right you can move to the left you're like the ultimate queen in chess right you can move in all directions and this isn't even just (laughs) two-dimensional right so it gets even more exciting so you can move around you can create different versions of you uh based on new things you want to try new ways that you want to be you and that's why we talk so much about new
1: and um, yeah, yeah. let's go deeper here. It's a good start.
0: Another reason this matters is that many of you are, are built for growth, not growth in a linear manner um, where you have to take certain, a certain sequence of steps. You're, you built yourself and your reality for like non-linear growth. And our best evidence of that to, to show you is how much you have literally changed at different points in your life. I mean, some of you are radically different than you were even a year ago or two years ago. And that's exciting. So you should applaud yourself in that regard. That doesn't happen by accident. That doesn't happen without some, some serious dedication <laughs> to fresh and new and upgrades and uh, positive momentum in your life, upward spiraling energies that, that you set in motion. Those don't happen by accident. Yes, there is luck in your reality, but even taking um, benefit from the luck that does happen to you is a choice and, um, and matters. A wonderful life does not happen by accident and it also can't be overly planned. It requires a degree of responsiveness and flexibility to face and be present in whatever is happening in your life. Some of you have decided there's no room for bitterness or anger or disappointment other than just a momentary sort of, well, Shoot, that didn't go the way I wanted. And hopefully it's followed up by a really quick expression of, okay, so it didn't go the way we wanted. What do we want to do now? When you allow yourself to step into the what do you want to do now, you're stepping into your sovereignty. And that's where your choices are. That's where you step out of any victim energy and into empowerment energy where you get to decide how you respond to what didn't go your way. Most in human life does not go your way. It's more of a rare occurrence than not and to varying degrees. Some of you have have more than your share of luck. And some of you feel very lacking in luck, right? It is what it is. Luck is a wonderful thing and all of you have some doses of it and it's to be celebrated. It's with grace. And we wish Earth were wired in a way where luck could be so readily and limitlessly dispensed <laughs> to, to all of its inhabitants, all of the members of the human race. It simply doesn't work that way. Part of the reason it doesn't work that way is there is growth from friction. If everything were easy, if everything were, if luck always went your way, there would be no, um, there would be less invitation for you to go within you and further explore. Now, are we contradicting ourselves? We've shared so many messages that growth is not required, that earth is not a school, that you don't have to learn all these things or or suffer certain um, ordeals in order to grow as a soul and ascend and all these things.
1: We don't feel like we are contradicting ourselves. (sighs)
0: Growth and progress and self exploration that comes about by things not going your way is an invitation to recenter in a world that often
1: and regularly pulls you out of your you. So there is benefit in the friction. There
0: is, there are advantages to experiences that did not go as planned. And it isn't about benefit of suffering. It is not your your team, your eternal self, it's not God saying, Oh, good, they got that. They got that pain. Let's see what they do with this lesson. <laughs> it's much more, Ooh, there's some friction there. I wonder what they're going to, I wonder what that human is going to choose with that. Let's watch. Let's see
1: what they choose. And there's no scorecard. There's just love. Is there
0: more insight at the eternal self level about how likely something some choices is going to go well, or how unlikely it is to go well? Oh, for sure. There's a lot more awareness at the eternal self level about choices that are going to go well and choices that are likely to go badly. But don't you also recognize that as you, you've gotten better at that a better sense of um, not just learning about you, but learning about how you are in your world and how others are in your world. It's healthy to recognize that not everybody in your reality is in partnership with your being well
1: and good and your best self. Sad but true. It's good to know that truth.
0: It's good to prepare for that truth, that not everybody has your best interests in mind and actually very few in your world have your best interests in mind. When you find them, do not let them go. They are a treasure on earth. And still, it's good to stay in your one and continue to be discerning and continue to be awake and aware and conscious about all the choices that you're making. Especially the ones that lead you to a feeling of clear uncertainty. <laughs> Seems like a paradox that you're very clear that the future <laughs> is uncertain. It's those moments where you really are wishing you knew what would happen. Those are the decisions and choices that matter the most. Because they're causing you
1: to pause. Pauses are good. Pauses give you a moment to reflect on you, what
0: you want to be in that moment what you hope happens going forward, and how you can maximize your chances of it going that way.
1: Knowing that you will be there for you if it doesn't go that way. So progress and growth of consciousness creating an even more amazing and spectacular you
0: is based on an awareness that there is what you are, which is in your current bubble, your current field of experience.
1: And then there's all of that that's outside of there. And it's it's by definition uncertain. Let's just play with that for a moment. We're inviting you to notice a part
0: of you that wishes it was not that way, or even is pretending it's not that way. That little voice is right within your second chakra. And it says things like how can we guarantee our success? How can we make sure we don't get hurt? How can we make sure we have all the facts? How can we guarantee that we will not be lied
1: to or deceived? That voice within you is misinformed about where you are. Because on
0: Earth, even more so in the time that you are on Earth,
1: there are no such guarantees. And you know that, right? If you took a sigh,
0: (laughs) just a uh, (laughs) chill at that moment, there was probably a bit of uh, acceptance, maybe even resignation.
1: That damn, there's no guarantees. Your safety isn't even guaranteed. Wow. Have you been pretending it was?
0: Because if you've been trying to minimize your risk, your growth is limited automatically. Because that second chakra will keep slamming on your brakes and keep steering you back to inside your current field of experience. Where you can turn over still a lot of stones and rocks (laughs) that you've already got going on in there. But there's not going to be new stones, there's not going to be new dolmens, new formations for you to explore, for you to create. So is it risky? Hell yes. Is it fun? It can be. For some of your personality types, you would always choose (laughs) uh, sort of a a risky but not reckless, uh, fun, new, outside of your field outside of your comfort zone experience. But Many in enlightenment and consciousness communities have been told that if they do this right, they can manifest their future. They can carefully script and design a vision board that will get them exactly what they want. And with that sort of guarantee and set expectation and Unappreciation for the wild card reality of the world that you live in That system will keep you very close to your current field If not within your current field of experience Can it be pleasant and fun there and blissful? Of course, but there's not a lot of growth and some of you are a bit of growth junkies. <laughs> you love to go to new places. You love to meet new people. You love to try out your you in experiences that you haven't before. There's an exhilaration of not knowing how things will go. Some of you are much more that way. So those folks never needed the reminder <laughs> that, there's, that there, it's risky out there, right? It's risky out there, but
1: beyond your field It is, but maybe it's worth it You get to decide In the experiences that haven't
0: gone your way The ones where you felt the
1: most intact, throughout that maybe bad experience or even trauma. If you felt whole and
0: complete
1: somehow, through that trauma or drama, you were catching you, you were there for yourself. You were there to put things back together again. You were there
0: to console yourself and say, Well, geez, that wasn't fair. That stinks. Thank goodness we're going to be okay. Partly by
1: deciding that you're going to be okay. That you are okay. So what risky moves do you want to make? What risks do you want to take? Some of them aren't even so risky. There was a there was a client that we worked with
0: your Jill yesterday, that was talking about something that she really wanted to do. We hope she's on this call today. It was a beautiful call. Beautiful, beautiful session. And she used the words when I get to that cliff. And and what we show Jill right away is Reminder, it's not actually a cliff. It just feels like a cliff. <laughs> that, that's the part of her that, that has overly exaggerated the risk. What is the real risk? And are you consciously willing to take on that risk? Is the possible benefit or growth? Does it
1: feel worth it to take on that risk or that cost? It's good to have that practical evaluation at multiple levels
0: of yourself. Some of you function really well, really, really well in a very heart based. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to find a way it'll all work out. Uh, you are much more the cliff jumpers. <laughs> you, you book travel before you even know you have the money to pay for it, right? Jill is not that way, (laughs) right? She's much more practical and pragmatic about what she wants to do. She's very thoughtful about, okay, can I do it? Does this feel responsible? Does this feel fair? Is there anyone negatively impacted by my choices here? And it doesn't keep her from doing risky things. It helps her be very consciously aware of the risks that she's taking so that she can assess whether it feels Responsible, responding to her abilities. That's responsibility, responding to
1: your abilities. Very cool. Alright, let's take a nice deep breath here.
0: So, matter, so no matter what kind of risk taker you are, or <laughs> no matter what kind of risk avoider you are, we wanted to talk about this today because we're so amazingly impressed with how much growth and expansion you have created in your human consciousness field already. It's, it's stellar. <laughs> it's interstellar. It's, eh, you impress us every day. And some of you wonder if, if there is no more growth available to you. Some of you wonder if you've already done it all. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> there's always more. And the longer, you, the longer you're on Earth, the more you can feel that sense of vibrancy and not just youthfulness, but agelessness in, in poking around outside your field. What else is out there? What is out there that you don't know that's exciting? it's exciting. You can grow into excitement of not knowing. And that not knowing everything doesn't mean you don't know anything. We're going to repeat that. Not knowing everything does not mean you don't know anything. It's a wonderful system to feel confident and aware and even proud of what you do know while getting excited about what you don't yet know. And what you may what you may figure out what you may. Yeah, it's just it's so wonderful to have that system
1: of inner balance and outer uh, curiosity. So what kind of growth are you craving? What kind of expansion? How, how big do
0: you want your energy field to be in your life? The bigger it is, the more choices you feel automatically. If you always feel stuck and that you only have one choice and oh, there's nothing I can do here. I can only choose this. It tells us automatically that you what we call your energy field. All of you operate in a bubble reality. Okay, you are operating in a, in a very real, it's not a hologram world, but your, your personal experience of it is like a bubble. It's a ball. It's a sphere. And in a really tight sphere, that feels like there's no choices. Okay, now we're going to switch gears just a little bit. It'll feel like a tangent, but it's very important for any of you who were children, (laughs) all of you, and any of you that have children or are around younger humans. Okay, the human race at some point along the way has decided that it needs to minimize the risk and maximize the safety of all of its inhabitants. Okay, some more than others. Parents have a tendency to want to keep their kids alive. Gee, (laughs) how obvious, (laughs) right? How do you keep your kids alive? Well, you teach them the dangers of the world. Some parents also desire to put their kids in a bubble and the smaller the better. (laughs) Some do
1: this consciously. Most do this unconsciously. And as the kids sense that limitation, some settle into the limitation. Some
0: stop asking (laughs) why they stop asking for things outside of their field. They stop being curious because the answer is always no. Or the response is always some sort of a tone of That's not safe, you're not ready for it Or we don't do it like that on Earth, it is not that way Right? So some settle
1: in to that limitation Those patterns can be set for a lifetime Thankfully, they can also be undone at any point by that
0: individual. Some of you have fought that bubble or ignored (laughs) that safety bubble your whole lives. It's so easy to see you. (laughs) You are the ones that talk back, maybe sassy. (laughs) You may have been called arrogant. Uh, You may have been called a nonconformist or a rebel a troublemaker. Um, some of you did it very with such savvy that you made it feel like you were going along with the rules and with the system of, of suppression and don't ask those questions. But some of you kept it alive in yourself for for another time of you when you can just let it all hang out. It could be that some of you have been waiting to be that. And now you're like, okay, I'm reminded. (laughs) And
1: did I forget to set my alarm? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. How about now? You're the adult now. Yeah. And it feels strange (laughs) to take back that authority,
0: doesn't it? It feels so uh, insecure and scary because you've been living in that that sort of pre-scripted bubble of
1: safety, which there are no guarantees of safety in that bubble, right? Lives have been lost. From within those little bubbles. It's the nature of Earth that all of all of humans, all life dies. By accepting that more fully within yourself,
0: especially right in that second chakra, a little voice that's pretending that you can guarantee safety and guarantee
1: results and instantly manifest whatever you want, right? When you decide to pull apart those blocks, you'll feel more risk. Yes, you'll also feel more freedom. You'll see a wider variety of choices. And your creator energy is reactivated
0: A type of creator energy that isn't even really interested in trying to predict how things will go as much as it is very focused on what would you like to create? Knowing that you'll be there for you, no matter how
1: things go whether it goes wildly successful or horribly wrong You'll be there for you. Now for parents out there, no matter
0: how old your children are, by the way, do you still have them in a bubble?
1: Are you still pretending that you can keep them safe? Are you still pretending that that
0: bubble will guarantee their safety or their well being? Is that honoring you in your life? And is it supporting the honor and gloriousness of all of these possibilities in their lives? Yes, those possibilities include hurt and pain and even moments of failure.
1: You can't prevent that. They can't either. And since that's true, isn't it
0: great to do what you can to question yourself about the bubble that you've put around them or are putting around them and helping to teach them in age appropriate or even better yet, their maturity level appropriate
1: ways of responding to their lives and their situation no matter how things go. What a wonderful formula
0: to offer them and model for
1: them Starting whenever (laughs) you realize it, how about now? It's very humbling, isn't it? Especially for those of you that have young kids We said to Jill one point, uh, well, obviously, once
0: she was activated, and she had this sort of dialogue with us. She was really dedicating a lot of energy to worrying about her children. They were five and two at the time. And we said, it's as if you're acting like you can keep them
1: safe. With all of this worry. And Jill said back to us, well, I I worry because I love them. And we said, well, we love you and we're not worried about you. You see how we showed her something outside of her field at that moment? She felt it. She
0: felt that there was a system of love that she did not was not yet accessing, that we were pointing out as a possibility that was not in her present, but could be in her future. And she was curious. And she explored this idea. And it allowed her curiosity and in the process, the expansion of her field, right, allowed her to reevaluate and really be self-reflective of of her thoughts and what they were pretending is true. Pretending that in order to love someone automatically meant you needed to worry about them.
1: That worry equals love and love equals worry. What if that's not true? We were showing her it doesn't have to be true. Within days,
0: her expanded self was operating as the mother of those two girls very differently. Her wisdom and uh, practicality of running in the street, you know, before looking both ways and those sorts of things came from a place of reverence for their lives
1: and a healthy and utterly humbling realization that she can't keep them from running out in the street without looking both ways. Their lives are not in her hands. They were not then and they are not
0: now. It motivated her to treat them as the sovereign beings that they are. That this is a world where even when you do all the right things, things may no, not go your way. So focus on what you can uh, for safety and joy and um, success and things like that. And be ready for when it doesn't go that way. Be there for yourself. And that Jill was backup to them in their lives and ready to assist and support and ready to assess in maturity uh, related ways, etc, while always keeping her eyes open for opportunities to teach them to be their own
1: sovereign being again in age appropriate ways. Does she
0: never worry about her kids? <laughs> she still worries about her kids. Is it 90% less than she used to? Yeah. Does she have a better relationship with them because of it? Yeah. I'm going to step in here, guys. I, re- I remember how terrifying it was, the thought of losing my children. And what you, don't, what you probably don't know, if you haven't thought about that yourself, is that every time you hug them, every time you're with them, there is an energetic gap of fear and worry between you and loving them. It's this sense of, I love you so much, and I don't want to lose you. When you are more honest, when I was more honest with myself as Jill, that there was only so much I could do, there is only so much I can do, to keep even myself safe, let alone my children safe, right? This is a dangerous reality. We knew that before we even came here. We knew about all these possible dangers. And most of them are not likely to
1: happen, but they might. And sometimes they do. When I got more real
0: about that bubble that I was trying to put them in and I And I realized a version of love that I was not aware of until my team pointed it out that I could love them and it didn't mean I had to have all this worry and fear tangled up in it. Now, when I hug my children and even my loved ones, I just feel the love that we may not have tomorrow,
1: but I've got now. And it's such a gift. And I never want to forget that.
0: Does that make me weird? <laughs> it makes me unusual. <laughs> do I feel very personally connected to people I don't even know for that reason? Yes, I do. <laughs> my kids' friends, when they come over, they feel that. I feel like I know them, I feel like I care about them as if they're my own children. For some of them, they love that feeling of love that they feel in our house. You can see it in their faces and in their being relaxed and themselves when they're here. They don't—they're not pretending. Um, I do have rules. (laughs) When they come in, there's a no phone zone in my house. The minute they come in, they—they, you know, my kids are 13 and 16. Uh, It's my younger one that's more extroverted and more social and loves to have her friends over. So we have a little uh, console table right behind my. Sofa in the family room. It's mine because I'm normally the one in it. <laughs> um, and we've got all these charging cords. And the kids come in. They say hello, Jill, or hello, Mrs. Feeler, and they plug in their phones. And then they go upstairs and they hang out together with Georgia and whatever. The door is always open. I go in whenever I want. <laughs> you know. So I do have rules, and it is about safety. I'm not going to lie about that. There is age appropriate. Uh, rules that we have in place. So this, it isn't that there aren't any rules. It's that I'm more honest with myself about what those rules offer, which is not a guarantee of safety. And it's not a guarantee of no problems happening in their lives. We can only do so much. Yeah, you guys, the topic of children, uh, adult children comes up so often in private sessions. Yeah, routinely. Yeah, lots of upgrades available there, and how we look at our parenting at all ages of us having kids. Yeah, and there are parallels between how we look at our ability to parent and how we look at our ability to to self. Um, I want to say self-authorize, um, self-manage our one ourselves, our own bodysuit, right? Yeah, good. Okay. Is that complete? Yeah, I think it is. I love what came through today. Wow. (laughs) Okay, let's open it up. You guys want to talk and chat for those of you that are live? Okay, I'm going over to the chat room. (laughs) Donna. (laughs) She said, sounds like you, Jill. And I'm guessing you wrote that right as I was describing the kind of how we were as children. I you, I talked to you enough of you guys in private sessions that I know I'm not the only one here that I never really felt like a kid. When I was eight, I felt like I was pretending to be eight. Oh, I definitely felt it as a teenager. I, I mean, that overconfidence at 13 and things like that, but it did end up going well. I mean, I, oh my God, you guys, If my <laughs> if my 13-year-old and 16-year-old's are making or were making the choices that i made when i was their ages oh my god i oh what a painful realization that we really we really are in uh, god's hands because i remember some absolutely i mean things could have gone horribly wrong in some decisions that that i made i was yeah <laughs> And here I am, right? 48 years old, right? So it ended up going okay. And had my adult brain, you know, adult Joe been there, I wouldn't have had those experiences. And they were fun and they were wild and not wild in a reckless way, but wild and oh my God, I wonder what will happen, <laughs> you know, without even thinking about all the possibilities. Cause at that age, I think you guys, hopefully you guys all know this, the frontal lobe I think it is in the brain is where judgment and reason happens that frontal lobe on in most humans is developed fully guess what age the range is 21 to 25 if I remember correctly and I I, I mean even just tapping in with myself does that research sound accurate do I believe that's truth yes And for some people, never, they never get all of that judgment and reason that their fellow humans have. And it's not based on any sort of, um, you know, special wiring or anything like that. It's, it can be due to a whole bunch of factors, but you know them, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. Very good. Oh, I love you guys so much. Okay. All right. Very good. Let's go back and chat here. Oh, Suzanne, I love you too. (laughs) Okay, Rebecca's saying you were spot on. I have a seven-year-old son, 11-year-old daughter. Oh, good, Rebecca. I hope that you got some reinforcement in how you're looking at the parenting there and what amazing kids you have. Yeah, (laughs) Suzanne, I totally agree. She's saying, yes, it's amazing. We all made it here. (laughs) I agree, I agree. See, it's just, I mean, in a way, if you really think about it, just for a moment, for a moment, just consider all the... Shit, sort of moments you had in your life, and you're still here. Is that not a testament to the power and the force of life energy that we actually operate from, and how truly lucky and resilient and uh, supernatural things can go
1: at times, and you know, other times not? Oh my god, we can all think of
0: examples of of someone we know or someone we heard about where it's like, really? I mean, they died? I mean, and what were they doing? Geez, they didn't, God, they couldn't even have prevented that. That sucks. And even
1: if they could have prevented it, it's like, shoot. Mortality sucks. Okay. All right. Very good, Rebecca. She's saying, I've challenged. I've, I'm challenged
0: with the bubble constantly. Oh, good. It's good to be challenged. Okay. Especially when you let you win. <laughs> okay. Very good. Donna's saying, thanks so much, Jill. You were really helping me. I'm ready to bounce. Oh, good. Okay. Donna, that's good. Okay. So Donna, I think you're referring to, and this is a good little announcement and I guess a little bit of a plug here, a bit of a a product placement announcement. We have, as some of you know, a monthly members um, experience that we offer. I just launched it in January. I'm loving what's coming through there. And we do have a special monthly message and they are very different. <laughs> they, they. Oh my god! What we did on Saturday with Metatron. I, I was in the background as Jill, just going, "Oh my god, this is so cool! Oh my god, this is so amazing!" And I haven't listened to it again, so I can't wait to listen to it again. But what Metatron offered and the oh my god, the way he strung that whole thing together was just so freaking awesome. I, I can't wipe the smile off my face just thinking about. Really, what we all do that, right? We all. Create those messages in many ways together. And we, oh, that was. That was so good. And I love the February message too. So if you haven't joined the monthly members group, I I really encourage you, at least if you loved what we did here today, even liked what we did here today, it's only fourteen US dollars per month that I'm asking for. And I do feel like we way over deliver in terms of value. And once you purchase, you get access to everything we've offered so far in the monthly group. And even if you just do it for the Saturday message we just shared from Metatron, I think you'll just go, Whoa, that was That was worth uh, a little Starbucks trip. That was worth a, (laughs) what else do you buy for 14 US dollars? I don't know. And then US dollars, you know, what that means in Canada is different. So a nice lunch. That was worth a nice lunch. That may even have been worth a a five-star night at a hotel, which is way more than 14 US dollars. Okay, very good. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, Suzanne, I like how you said this. Today is an invitation to break out of our bubbles of inner protection. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, can I use that word for word? I'm going to put it in my notes and Suzanne, let me know if I have your permission to use that as a beautiful little excerpt summary of what we did today. (laughs) Oh, Sheila, oh my God. Love you so much. (laughs) I'm laughing so hard because I think it was last week that I shared that my 13 year old, her name is Georgia, she was like, Mom, can I get can I get a little nose ring? Can I get a little can I get a no? And I said, No. Can I, can I get a little earring like the kind that's way up high in your ear? And I said, no. So Sheila's saying, Jill, dear, let her get a small earring. Okay. I'll think about it, okay? I think I'm going to say no. You guys, I'm so conservative in so many ways, which is so strange considering <laughs> the type of work that I do. But yeah, I have a conservative side. Okay. She can when she's 18, Sheila. As long as we're not paying her bills, she can do whatever she wants at 18. If we're still paying her bills, then we still get a say. that's That seems fair to me. Okay, very good. Okay, let's see how we're doing. <clears throat> We're about to wrap up here, and then I will go into some announcements. Actually, let me hop over to the announcements really quick right now. Um, all right, so you guys know I love to travel, and I love to set up events where we meet in person because an extra level of wow and woohoo and woo woo <laughs> happens when we get together. So we have a, a workshop in. It's a weekend workshop. It's in Boise, where I live, in Idaho in the USA, April 27th through April 28th, 2019. And I would love for you to consider it. I I can't imagine you coming and regretting it. We we do amazing things together and I I love this weekend workshop planned and I love who's already coming and I would love for you to come. Okay. Okay, I love to travel. I love to take great time and care and love and attention in following where I feel my team leading me in terms of oh it would be so great if you'd go here um, we activate the energies in some of these places simultaneously we receive major activations and upgrades in our one when we go to these places okay so Greece has been on my heart for years and Apparently the timing is right now because I've literally tried to do this trip. I tried to put together this trip. I think, I think it has been two or three years. Now is the time (laughs) it's ready for us, or we're ready for it, or maybe some shades of both. So Greece is happening September 27th through October 9th of 2019. Okay. Zion, we do a four day retreat in Zion in Utah. It's amazing. Very special energies. I haven't been to Sedona. I'm not called to go to Sedona. But some of the participants that have been to the Zion retreat have said that Zion feels like Sedona on steroids. So I know a lot of you have been to Sedona. If you loved it, you may love Zion. Love it, love it, love it. Um, And it's kind of cool that there's not a crystal shop on every corner. (laughs) You know, there's, there's a lot of sort of I want to say normal, but nobody's normal. There's a lot of regular everyday folks in hiking shoes and they're not trying to get high <laughs> on on the energy of the place. They're not vortex hunters. They're people enjoying nature. And I like to hang, I like to be among people like that. I get a little just kind of uh, with chasers of light. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of chasing our light. I'm a fan of claiming our light. It just feels so much more real and normal and right and organic and true. And it's a lot less expensive. It's expensive to chase your light around in this reality. Very expensive. Because everything that's sold to you is told that you're told that it's outside your field and it's not positioned as you may want this it's positioned as you need this. If you don't have this that's outside your field, then you have a
1: void, you have a deficit, and you are missing out on something. Can you feel the difference? We are,
0: what, what we do, what I do with my team, we offer you amazing re-hyphen sources and experiences, all for the, the, uh, It's like feeling your light of source here and expanding your field based on desire and intention and that you have authority to do so, not based on fear-based tactics of, oh, you can't talk to your team yet. Oh, God, you got to get busy. I got a class for you. Guess what? I don't have a class to teach you how to to talk to your team. Do you know why? Because I know you don't need to. You don't need to have conversations with your team in order to be the bringer of light that you are. Amen, yay, (laughs) you can take your name, you can take that off of your to do list. Not necessarily, not necessary, not required. If you can, that's great. If you can't, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's all okay. Okay, so that's Greece, Um, Zion. Yes, the dates for Zion, October 24th through October 28th, also 2019. So lots of travel there in the fall time frame, If you're in the northern hemisphere, obviously. Egypt
1: 2020 is January 10th through January 24th. Okay, let's talk about that.
0: Two weeks, I completely understand, is not possible for everybody. I get it. Here's the thing. We went for 12 nights, I think, last time and we, we we didn't see Abydos. <laughs> we had to make choices between Dendara, which is the temple of the Hathors and Abydos. And it was just like, oh, the more I realized, and then I watched this, um, oh, what's it called? The Pyramid Code on Netflix. That was, I think that was made in 2011. I don't know how I didn't see it. Um, anyway, as I watched it, I'm like, well, what's that pyramid? There's all these places that we didn't go to because they're not on the normal tourist routes that feel I mean, like, I want to go there, we want to go there. And the more I felt into it, the more I te- my team was like, oh, please go there. So these, you know, the bent pyramid and all these other ones, and I'm like, we didn't even go there, <laughs> we need to go there. Um, anyway, so it ended up being a 14 night trip. And I'm so sorry for some of you that, that can't do a 14 night trip. I trust that if you really want to go to Egypt and you can only do a 10 day trip, do you know what, I believe in you. There are many, many Egyptian tours. And I know you'll find a great one, okay? But the one I'm offering is 14 days, or 14 nights, excuse me, because what we are going to cover is, like, you'll probably only have to go to Egypt once, unless you're like me and (laughs) want to keep going back. This is my second time back, and I know it will not be my last. Okay, so it's a, I mean, it's the whole enchilada. Or would it be the whole, what's a Greek dish? The whole Tzatziki, <laughs> which is just a dip. Anyway, I got to get better with my metaphors there. Anyway, it's it's everything I think you can imagine in an Egypt trip, and it's fourteen nights. And we we did it. We're doing it differently this time. There was a couple hotels that we stayed at last time that I thought we could do better. So we're staying at some of the best. I mean, like in Cairo, one of the best hotels. Um, that's close to the pyramids, at least, because the Fairmont Hotel is pretty spectacular. We stayed there one night in 2018, and it felt—I felt like a queen. But the Mina Hotel, which is a Marriott hotel near the pyramids, is much better than the Le Meridian that we stayed at last time. So we're staying there for four nights in a row while we do the the Cairo and that area version of the pyramids. And then we're going to do a Nile cruise again, and again. There's a lot of improvements from this one compared to what we did last time. In 2018, we did a, a Moven Peak, our Moven Peak, uh, uh cruise line one, which is it was great, and <clears throat> we were dictated by their schedule and all these things. So we're going to do a private Nile cruise. We, I mean, we'll be the only ones on the boat. And I think it's like 15, 12 to 15 people fit on each boat. And I said, well, what if we have more people? And they said, no worries. We'll put them on another boat. And you know what? We tug together. So all of your meals, any, you know, there's a rooftop area where we can, being on the Nile on a cruise is alone like heaven. It's so beautiful. And those of us that love the connection with the water, oh, it feels so good. So I think it's a four-night Nile cruise that we have. I'll get the details on, finish the details today. <clears throat> um, so, the Nile cruise we have that entire it 's a private boat, and it 's beautiful um, and so intimate and yeah it's just so, it just feels so good and Then we have Dandara and Abydos and Aswan and it 's just i mean again and again and again, I just love the I love the way we 're doing it this time and it, you know we did learn from going the first time, and I love the first trip and i i 'm very excited about this one. Um, we're going to do, we're going to visit some of these more popular sites early in the morning, sometimes before they open. I don't mean we get up early, but you guys, it'll be worth it because it's cooler in the morning, obviously, and we're going in January. So it is, um, it's much more uh, moderate climate anyway, so it's a great time to go. We you know, I do my research on all of these things. I I try to minimize the risk, <laughs> right? Try to maximize the chances of an absolutely great trip. and I think I have a, a very good track record on that. Um so we're going to be visiting these temples and sites I like first thing when they open. We'll have much more of it for ourselves. I've learned in terms of ceremony and things that we want to do, even meditation. I learned from last time and that was not clear with our local agency that we wanted to do that. So, um, anyway, it was, <laughs> it was, it got interesting at times anyway. So the travel agency I'm working with this time, um, was highly recommended. Some of, uh, one of my clients that traveled with me to France actually traveled with them. Um, they do like meditation tours of their own. And of course I made our custom version But he completely understands my role and, um, you know, what I'll be doing and that we need time for ceremony, we are willing to pay extra for those ceremonies. Um, It's just going to be it's so it's such a well thought out trip. And I'm so excited to offer it to you for anyone that wants to go to Egypt. And if you can swing 14 days, um, all the tips are included this time we were constantly Egypt is a very tippy place. We're tipping all the time. And um, it just got exhausting and you're, you know, trying to get the right currency and all these things. So I'm handling all the tips this time. They're all included. You don't have to worry about that at all. Um, then you'll just have spending money for, you know, for items that you want to purchase along the way and things like that. So I just, I love to do better than we did before. And last time I think it was great. I got great feedback. Some of them that were with me in Egypt in 2018 want to go again. So that's a good sign, right? I am extremely excited about what we're offering for Egypt 2020. Okay. So again, the dates, if you want to start asking for that time off work and holding that spot, it's a very good idea for those of you that have jobs that require that. January 10th through January 24th. Okay. 2020. Alrighty. So those are the trips. <laughs> and you can always find them on my website. Just dude jrftravel.com or Google or search, whatever you use to search, go.go, whatever, Jill Renee Feeler, and then go to my website and you could just search for Egypt or Greece or Zion, etc. and then the search results will show you what's available there, okay? All right, I think, what other announcements do I have? Um, the brand new series that we just launched uh, last Wednesday. Woo! the feedback I'm getting there is... Oh wow, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a very very special series. The name of it is "The Afterlife Revealed: A Bridge of Light Within." It is nine recordings. Um, there are some people that have done multiple series with me that are now calling this one their ultimate all time favorite. There are some that maybe did series with me years ago and then they signed up for this one and they're like, oh, <laughs> like I'm so glad I'm back. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm doing this. Um, so that's available as well. And the link to find that one on my website is, well, again, you can just go to JoeReneFeeler.com or even just search on the internet, Renee Feeler. The afterlife revealed, and my guess is it'll pop right up. Okay. So use the internet as your friend, you guys. You don't have to have the actual link. Just type in all the words you can think of that you remembered. And for me anyway, maybe I get lucky, but it nine times, actually 99 times out of hundred, I get exactly the, the link or, or the space I'm looking for to find when I need. Okay. Okay, let's see. What else? Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. We have a call this coming Saturday, which is March 9th, uh, 2019 for the Zion recordings. So for the, any of you that purchased the Zion recording series, some of you did that through Perry Murphy's website. Some of you purchased it directly through me. We have the bonus Q&A live call this Saturday on March 9th. Okay. So I always send out a, a personal email to those of you that have registered for those. It's not too late to jump in. The Zion Recordings also, they actually complement. If you don't have those and you purchase it and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. I, I, I guarantee that you will love it. <gasps> guarantee. <laughs> yes, I guarantee. Um, purchase it if you don't like it within 10 days, I'll give you your money. All right. Okay, and I think Carrie Murphy has a guarantee too if you buy through her because she's the one that has the special offer right now. That's a great series and amazing information came through in Zion this year. Okay, all right. Are there any other announcements? I don't think so. I think that's it. Oh, clocks. I don't know if, uh, I know for Europe, you guys don't change your clocks until like the end of March. In the US, we change our clocks this weekend, Um, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So um, heads up on that that always creates a little bit of a wrinkle as I'm sharing live events when we're in that in-between zone where I in the U S have changed my clocks, but parts of the, the other parts of the world haven't changed their clocks yet. Um, okay. What else? Calendar wise. God, there are a lot of announcements. I will not have a live podcast on March 19th. I will be here next week on March 12th, but I won't be here live on March, 8th, March 19th uh, to, to travel with my family viva la mexico here we come okay all right let me go back to the chat room here oh my god there's 37 new messages i'm definitely not going to get to all of (laughs) them okay
1: um let's see see if i what pops out before we wrap up here
0: Oh, good, Cherry. Okay, she's saying, thanks, Jill. You and team gave us a lot of reflection on our own childhood and how we related
1: to our own children. Good. Oh, I love it that we did that. And I love it that we offered that, right? Hmm. Yeah, Donna.
0: Donna's saying, I'm jobless and ready to love myself enough to find a great, maybe even fun job. Oh, good job, Donna. Right. Sometimes we look for the ideal situation when really the less than ideal situation can also work for us. Right. I know my standards are really high with things and sometimes I I hold off on saying yes to something, um, when maybe it could have been fine. I mean, my team is even saying maybe the grease strip I wanted to put together for two thousand seventeen, maybe that would have been fine and I was just too picky. Okay. (laughs) This one's gonna be even better. Um, but they could be right. They could be right. So anyway, just uh, trust you, Donna. Right? That even in a less than ideal job, if if the main priority is the income, then maybe less than ideal is okay. And maybe some of the the not so great um, parts of it will actually not be that big of a problem, given the benefit of the income and maybe the freedom that you'll feel from having a job again. Okay. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Barbara <laughs> she's funny. She said my 45-year-old daughter is still running into the street. Most metaphorically it's been the hardest thing to let her go. Yeah, oh Barbara. Oh, I totally agree, but maybe you're not maybe it's not letting her go. Maybe it's realizing that she that she is I don't want to say gone, but she she is her maybe maybe there's maybe it's maybe it's pretending that you've had a choice to let her go maybe she was always her one and that it, the the breakthrough for you and the liberation for you is realizing that she's always been her one and that there was nothing to let go as much as something to realize was kind of operating on her own maybe more so than you wanted to admit right yeah and then you can really just sort of step back and and be more in your one While you observe and cheer on, maybe even from a distance, her one. All we have control over is our own one. Anytime we're pretending that's not true, it's draining, it's exhausting, it's frustrating. Yeah, for a reason. Yes, because we're pretending. Okay, great. Okay. Hi, Bonnie. She's saying, thanks, Jill. I haven't checked in in over a year. But as always, this was perfect timing. Also experiencing adult kids and also grandkids. Oh, very cool. Congratulations, Bonnie. That sounds, that sounds fun. And I'm sure it doesn't always feel fun. <laughs> but most hopefully, mostly it's fun. Okay, great. Oh, thanks, Mary Pat. She's saying monthly messages are off the chart. Join if you feel called. Expand the bubble. Amen. Oh, thank you, Kaylee. She's saying absolutely worth the price for monthly membership. I pay a bit more because of the Canadian dollar. Yeah, thank you, Kaylee. I appreciate that. It is great to hear from you guys that have done it. And uh, I I definitely uh, appreciate the the growing number of monthly members that we have there. God, you guys, it feels so good. I love doing this stuff for free with you guys and asking for for hopefully just a nominal $14 a, mo- dollars a month as a regular stream for me um, in just in appreciation for what I'm offering in the monthly members and maybe as a thank you for all the other things we've done at no charge. Um, I, I feel so blessed and so grateful and yeah, I'm very happy we set up that system and I see the the tremendous win-win uh, benefit that we're all getting from it. And I'm just like, again, my team's like, why didn't you do that sooner? I overthought it. <laughs> I remember years ago thinking I should do a monthly membership. Oh, how much should I charge? I made it way more harder, <laughs> way more hard than it needed to be. So yeah, I get it. For those of you that are overthinkers, I'm right there with you, clearly. Okay. All right. Sorry, I can't read all these, you guys. Let's wrap up. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Very good. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay, so thank you. I, I invite you to re-listen to this message in archive, whether you're listening to it in iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever I have it feeding into that I don't know about. I listen to my podcasts on iTunes. Um, the ones that I subscribe to, which are like Joe Rogan and some other sciencey health-based kind of ones. Um, I don't subscribe to any other channelers. It's just not, not my thing, right? Um, but I love being a channeler. <laughs> I love offering what I do. And in my free time, I don't think of myself as a channeler. I think of myself as Jill, who wants to be her best self. Um, anyway, so... Uh, where was I going with that? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen to this again. My guess is you will get something new and different and even more expansion out of even listening to this free item more than once. It's so cool how we do this, you guys. And do pay attention to what we're offering in those special offers. There's a lot there that we're offering that is much more expansive than what we're doing in this free stuff. Okay, so if you've never done any of the for pay things, And if you are in a position to pay for things like this, um, like your consciousness and your expansion and the the ever betterment and further glorification of your you, I've got stuff for you. I've got good stuff. Okay? Very good. All right. Honor, blessings, love for all of you. Thank you so much for being here. I love what we did here here today together. High fives all the way around. Big hugs. And I love how lighthearted it was and yet how deeply expansive it was. God, I love how we do this. It doesn't even feel like a job, does it? Expansion? Yes, that says we're doing something right. (laughs) Okay,
1: I love you. Cheers, I love you. Bye-bye, see you next week or on Saturday if you're on that call. (laughs) Bye-bye.